0: Uh, Hello again, friends, and welcome to the Hot Stove Show presented by Mattress Direct. I'm Tim McKernan, and there is Dan McLaughlin. Hello, friends and friend. And friend. Yes, sir. Uh, I have broken the dress code. It took seven episodes, (laughs) but today it happened. Dan and I were having lunch, and we were running late, and I didn't have time to get into my uh, suit rental for the day. So here I am, and this is what I look like most of the time. I don't know if you can see see my little bird legs or if those are exposed or not. I got to be honest, though. What do you? What do you? What well, you I. it even lasted as long
1: as it did. That's number one. Right. Yes, I, I gave it at least. The over under was two shows. Two I would have taken was, the under. Yeah,
0: I might have shipped the under on that. Yeah. Known that. Uh, but you're promoting your own TMA hat. Yes, that's what everything's about. I'm one of those yes. guys now. I'm trying to promote merch while I'm doing this. Year. So
1: you could go to what insidestl.com to pick up one of those hats.
0: Insidestlshop.com. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Gangster Pete is uh, our producer here. Mm-hmm. One of our producers on hand here. And that's just. Nick in Enjoy. time for the uh, holiday season it is indeed yeah. wouldn't this be nice yeah. for your son luke to open this up under oh, the tree he... on christmas morning yeah he
1: he boy
0: <laughs> it'd, it'd be an emotional uh delivery from santa yeah <laughs> I'm sure well, would the other three kids would be mad they didn't get one. Oh,
1: oh they'd be really upset <laughs> See? At that See? One. that's what i'm saying now it's let me ask you that lid. though
0: let... pretty sharp lid. well it's got the tma yep. i got that but uh the, the i know getting... where you're gonna go you're gonna ask about the rooster which camera are you yeah. on i like to do this which camera are you on? we on okay. we're on the main camera yeah uh so there it um, is. I don't know if there's. All right, there it is. I'll hold it up. This is Gangster um, Pete, inside STL shop. Why is
1: there a uh, rooster? That's, That's a great question. We just keep it clean, too. Absolutely, but okay. there's a
0: clean rooster. Doug Vaughn, co host on the Ryan Kelly Morning After, tells a story. I don't know if you ever heard the story. I actually really like the story, and it's baseball related. Okay. Earl Weaver, St. Louisan. That's right. The Orioles manager, had just retired, and uh, he was living in Miami. And Doug was doing television in Miami in like the early mid 80s and the NBC affiliate uh, <laughs> and NBC said, Doug, can you come down and uh, do an interview with Earl and then we're going to send it out nationally. So we really need you to get this interview. And so Doug calls Earl Weaver and goes by the house and they do the interview and Earl's bawling his eyes out about retiring, but just saying it's time to, to step down. So it's this is a- like right when he retired. Literally so within an hour or two. Oh, of so he's so this season's is an over.
1: Yes. Okay, so let me set the stage. Sure, absolutely. Okay, so I'm setting the stage for your story, but I'm actually in setting the stage for me. Right. Okay, so he's the Baltimore Orioles legendary manager. Right. Now, the season's over. He's right. going back to his off-season home in, near Miami. Correct. Okay. Uh, Doug Vaughn get, is working in Miami. Doug is working in Miami right. in local television. Right. Now, Earl has decided to call it quits. That's correct. Word is spreading like wildfire uh, fire across the nation. Correct. Doug knows where Earl lives. They say, Doug, you need to not only get it for our station, but for all, all NBC affiliates all NBC and NBC affiliates. sports. Correct. Go get him. Yes. Okay,
0: now I got it. So now Doug is in Earl's home. Okay. And Earl is crying his eyes out of his retirement. It's his first time talking about it. He obviously had, as you said, a legendary career with you. And he's Orioles. the first to get him. Doug's the first one to get him. And it's a great interview and they get back to the truck and the photographer goes, Oh my God, I forgot to record. (laughs) We've all had those days. I have. Fortunately, it's been a very long time, but I remember it with uh, the Missouri associate athletic director actually. So Doug's like, I got to get it. got to get it. And he goes back up to the door. Oh my God. (laughs) This man had just poured his heart out and he knocks on the door And Earl Weaver, who if you, there was Earl Weaver baseball. Now this is, this is pre plowhawk video games. I mean, this was when a little like thing would pop out there and argue with the umpires. And we would be so happy when Earl Weaver would come out and argue with the umpires. And Doug said, and he was kind of upset, but he was okay. And he understood he did it again. He wasn't as emotional the second time. And they go back out to the truck and something was wrong with Doug's mic this time. No way. And so they didn't get the right sound. And Doug's like, oh no, <laughs> I've got to go back and knock on Earl Weaver's door. And so he goes back there. And at this point, Earl Weaver, and I'm going to stand up and I don't know what our cameras can do or not, but he said he just starts kicking like he's kicking her. Like a little, he said like a little Bantam rooster. <laughs> and so that is what the rooster is about on the TMA hat. Little Banty rooster. That's goes awesome. back to Earl Weaver and Doug's photographer messing up the interview Did he get it a third time? I believe he got it the third time. Did he really? But at this point, the sound bites, you know, were like when you would interview Troy Gloss. Very brief, surface level, and you kind of move on. Yes. I give Earl Weaver, though, credit for doing it the third time. Oh, my gosh. Especially on an emotional day like that. Yeah. The second time, you kind of understand the third time. Oh. And then there's certain guys, I don't know who they would be in Cardinal history, where you're just kind of like, oh, I'm lucky he even talked today. Much less if you went back. Who do you think that would be? I will do this. I won't put this on you because I know yeah. I can... <sighs> I, I cited Troy Gloss. Not that he was difficult. He just didn't really give you a lot. Oh, no, we...
1: I'd say Troy Gloss. You can put it on me. That's okay. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> Troy Gloss, <laughs> Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, now, Maguire, I think, would acknowledge this now. But when he was... And this is when you were more in sideline reporting mode. Yeah. pre- and post-game mode. Yeah. How difficult he could be when the home run chase was going on. Yes. But now, he's like... Is friendly. He's like a totally different. You human know what? McGuire was unbelievable to me. Even one. That, even in '98. Incredible. Really. Incredible. Wow. I never. Was had this it. an Irish thing? You think? I don't know. He was incredible <laughs> to me. How about that? I mean, that was um, a famous
1: thing. So when he was acquired by the Cardinals, um, I got one of the first exclusive interviews with him working at KMOX. And um, I called the Cardinals, and I was doing sports open line at KMOX. They said, call him in his hotel room. He gave me a 20-minute interview over the phone. And he was unbelievable. Wow. He gave me some ridiculous interviews. Um, And then he hit uh, three home runs in 99, uh, and we were not doing the game, but I was on the trip with the team. uh, And so we weren't doing the game for whatever reason. We were in Philly. And I got a call in my hotel room and said, they said, get to the, the ballpark. You have to do this post-game interview with Mark McGuire. I said, I don't think he's going to talk. They said, well, you, you know him. You right. know, get an interview with him post-game. I said, I don't think he's going to talk to me. He gave me a hug and did the interview. He was incredible. Wow. And then um, the most amazing one that he did was when he was hurt going into the postseason. I guess it was of 2000. 2000. And uh, I was with the Blues in L.A. And Big Fox called me and said, I heard you have this nice relationship with McGuire. And I had done a show on Mark in 98, and it ran nationally. So they knew I had a relationship with him. And he was doing sit-downs with everybody in 98 uh, going into 99. Um, and so I sat down and did this. It was called Chasing History, and it ran on all the Fox affiliates, the, the, like the Midwest and West and East and North and whatever. So they thought, well, you know, you're the play-by-play guy and you did this show, so you could get him. They called me up and said, we will fly you on a red eye. So in 2000, we'll fly you on a red eye. I was doing the Blues. After the game, to see if you can get, when the Cardinals report the next day, to um, the, the the clubhouse to get an in, uh, interview with Mark McGuire. And I said, well, he hasn't talked to the media. Remember, at that point, he was hurt. He hadn't talked to anybody for like a month. Right, right. I said, he's not going to talk to me. They said we'll still fly you there overnight, and if you can get an interview with him, it would be incredible because you'll be the first to get him, and we'll put him on the national game. You know, as like the most dangerous pinch hitter in in baseball. I said, well, if you guys want to fly me there, I'll try. I said, Mark, and I kind of you know tail between my legs. I said, would you mind doing it? He goes, Dan, for you anything. Oh my God! And he did it, and he's he's been incredible to me. I love the guy. How about that? I have nothing bad to say about Mark McGuire. How about Not that? Not a darn thing.
0: Wow. He's been great to me. Because what most people who are covering now, I wasn't here yet. I get it. I saw some So you of that. saw it, yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw it. You know, I saw some nasty... But he liked
0: and you have no idea why. He just took a liking to you. He was always good to me. And
1: that? on the planes, I saw teammates kind of, I think, nervous around him. I don't want to say ostracized, uh, because I don't think that's the right word. I think they were in awe. I think they were guys that were like everybody else, like, holy smokes, that's Mark McGuire, especially younger players. Um, It was like traveling in 99 when I started doing the games and moving with the team. You know, we would be shuttled in the back end of hotels at 2 o'clock in the morning, and there's, you know, hundreds of people waiting for his autograph. I mean, and he's, as most people remember, a quiet, shy guy. And I I just don't think that maybe – I don't know if he was ready for all that attention, or I certainly don't think he wanted it, but he got it, and – He was the story of sports in America, Um, and I do think he helped save baseball. I do. Mm -hmm. I think he and Sammy Sosa, you know, on the heels of of what was going on and, and, you know, the sport shutting down, I think also Cal Ripken helped save it and brought back a lot of people to the game. Now, all the other stuff that's happened, you know, everybody's got their own opinion of it, but I go on how people treat me, and he treated me. Very, very well. So I've got nothing negative that? to say about that I remember guy.
0: When I first started at Camovie, which was 2000, and we would still be gathered around his locker sometimes, and then Edmonds, being Edmonds, <coughs> he would act like he was a member of the media and he'd go, Tell him how far you hit that one, Big Mac. <laughs> and I go, Who the hell was that? And I go, Oh, there's Edmonds, you know, back yeah. in the scrum
1: doing his thing. Um, and Jimmy would always tell you how helpful Mark was to him when he got to St. Louis. Oh, yeah. You know, those two Yeah, they were
0: really close, even though they were both yeah. like from the same they live in the same neighborhood like yeah. recently. But
1: California something. guys right. and adjusting to St. Louis and what it might be like, the organization, the city and all that kind of stuff. And I think they both fell in love with the idea that you're coming to a baseball city and where first and foremost you're playing for a historic franchise and you know what? You're gonna love it. Yeah. And I think both did fall in love with, you know, the idea that baseball first and hey, you're going to really enjoy being here. And it, it really was a neat time.
0: Isn't it amazing? I was listening to, this is a great podcast, by the way, as is, of course, Scoops with the Annie Mack Thank and you. Tim McKernan Show. Uh, absolutely. But the Corp with uh, Barstool Big Cat and all these interviews, they did, including one of our favorites, uh, Mike Francesa, but with Alex Rodriguez. And That's how, interesting, isn't it? And how he has gone from like a punchline and persona non grata around the game mm-hmm. to now being one of the main broadcasters, and Derek Jeter – has kind of become viewed yeah. anyway, at least in a negative light, and who would have said that five years ago? And then McGuire, when he had to do the apology tour, um, is now, not to say that people forget that, uh, and what went on, but that his personality, people thought, yeah, Mark Maguire could be in line for a managerial job, and just I, I you would have so. never thought that that would have happened five, I don't know, five years ago, 10 years ago.
1: The thing I give McGuire a lot of credit for was you know, not only coming out and doing his mea culpa, essentially, but when he came back, he would come into that first year when he was the hitting coach. Tim, he would come into the media room at um, in Jupiter, which is just off the side where guys are throwing their bullpen sessions, as you know, um, and he would say, does anybody need me? Anybody want to talk to me? Really? Almost every day. I saw it all the time because that's where I would hunker down and do – um, a lot of like my editing and right. interviews and all that kind of stuff. And he would just say, does anybody need me? You know, and I'm talking about, you know, Ken Rosenthal coming through town and that's how those guys do it in Hayman. Right. And then the next day they're going to Miami, you know, on the other side of the complex. And then they're off to do whatever team they're going to do. But all those guys would be coming through to do their national stuff. And if somebody needed him, he was there to sit down and address all questions and all issues and he just hit it head on. And, you know, by the end of it, it was like, what else are you going yeah, to ask? Yeah, going to ask, yeah. So he just hit it head on and moved on. And I thought he did a really good job. You think he's going to wind up being a manager? I do. I think before it's all that? said and done, he will. Um, I guess his boys now would probably be, and this is my guess, I don't know for sure, maybe 15, 14, 15. Um, or maybe he just wants to get out of the game and, and enjoy life. I don't know. But it's he stepped away. You know, he's not coaching this year. So I don't know if that means he wants to get out of the game and just be at home. And he's kind of just sick of the, the, the travel. And, you know, those coaches get there at ten, eleven o'clock in the morning. And for him, he was living, I think 50 minutes away from the ballpark, almost 60, maybe an hour, okay. you know, so now you think about leaving your house right. at nine or 10 and then you're not getting home till midnight one. I mean, that's a long, long time to be away from your, your kids and your family. So, um, you know, I think that maybe the chapter of that regard of his life is is done. I don't know. You know, um, but I think he could manage and be really good at it. He's a he's a really bright
0: guy. Yeah. Who would have thought that, that would even be in play? About I don't know. I guess at this point, eight or nine years ago. Yeah. Uh, it is our winter meetings coverage here on the Hot Stove Show, presented by Budweiser, and our title sponsor is Mattress Direct. They are online at STL Mattress Direct. and make sure you are supporting our presenting sponsor because without them this hot stove show i'll tell you this it just wouldn't exist they're certified sleep specialists they don't work on commission they make it easy to find the right mattress in three steps and i was just telling pat mccurrin i said hey when i'm down at spring training I need to get a mattress from you because the mattress that is down at the place where I stay is an absolute disaster. And I don't get a good night's sleep. That's how important a mattress is. And some people think I just don't sleep well. Well, have you tended to your mattress shop local sleep better. Don't pay retail, get brand name mattresses direct from the factory at mattress direct. It's mattress direct online at S T L mattress, direct.com. And through the mat, the magic of our, uh, our setup here. Look what's just happened, Dan. Magically. Pat McCurran is now here. Yes. In the studio.
2: ta Look at this. I made it. Look
0: at this. You've made it, the, what do you
2: think of our setup here? I love it. It's, the, it's such a fun vibe down here. You guys are really having a good time, I can tell. Thanks brother, yeah. I appreciate yeah.
0: it. Well, we're very grateful for you getting on board mm-hmm. with the show and it's cool to see a lot of people are now watching it during the day or podcasting it later on. And uh, you're a big advocate of local, 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 yeah. and I think that's how you've really built your business as we've seen it grow here over the last couple of years. Absolutely. What is what is the story behind Mattress Direct and the local th- the feel to it?
2: Yeah, so like uh, mattresses are not the funnest thing to go shop for, right? And big retail uh, establishments that are nationwide, the very first thing they try to do is get an exclusive version of a product to make it hard for you and I to go price match the same thing, right? So Mattress Direct partnered with uh, several of the biggest national brands of mattresses. They just give us our Grade A, line one, this is the stuff that you can see coast to coast and give us the very best deal on it. We'll make them on demand when people order them. So you come down to the store, you pick something out, you work with uh, We have the best team of sleep specialists in the country. They'll help you find one that will actually help you sleep better because that's what's most important. Um, and when you find the one that's going to help you sleep better, you order it direct from the factory. It takes like 48 hours to have it built fresh and sent out to your house. It's not sitting in a warehouse. You're not buying the one that you know, everybody else is getting because it's on sale. Um, but being a local business, like we set that up where, uh, we try to own our own buildings and lots. We try to be as reasonable as possible. We guarantee the lowest price on every single product. And when you know you're getting the best price, then we can actually talk about what's important is making sure you get a good night's sleep.
0: And the thing is with, with this is that I have really had some sleep problems in my life and it like totally owns your life if you can't sleep. And I found, and you were kind enough to bring this, uh, this cooling pillow, I needed to be cold when I yeah. sleep and now there's technology that allows that to happen.
2: Absolutely. And like you guys deal with athletes all the time and they know you got to be fit. You got to work out. You got to monitor what you put in your body. And so when they feel their body right and they exercise and they do the execution oh. You gotta recover though, and if you're not getting a full night's sleep, then Come you're on, not gonna, gonna feel to recover. Your mess. Isn't this the best? This is, look at this. Thing. Uh, so I brought this for uh, you, Tim, but uh, we're gonna give a couple of them away today, I think. Yeah, we're gonna give them away in the uh, Triad Bank viewer chat line. So really, like you were mentioning in that uh, stunning live read, which was just excellent. By Thank way. you. Where's my bell? Where's my? Feel? I, I automatically mean, ring a bell when that happens. Uh, but you. like to get a good night's sleep, you need three things. You need to just align your spine so that your body can relax. If your skeletal structure is in its natural ergonomic posture, then all of a sudden your muscles are not working to support the skeletal structure. So now all of a sudden those muscles can relax. And so once you get that alignment, we just have to make sure you have the pressure release so that there's no impingements on any of your joints. If you sleep on your side, a little bit more comfort on the shoulder and hip holds your body in that pop- proper alignment. Then the third thing is keeping sure that you don't get too hot or too cold. Yeah. So this is a self leveling phase change pillow. Dan, I don't know if you've got to touch
0: that. Dan, touch the pillow.
1: I'm giving this to Bryce Harper when he signs. Oh, my God. We have
2: breaking news here. I tell you what. It's going to Bryce. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I got one for you, Bryce. (laughs) Uh, You'll definitely sleep better with one of these. The idea is... It is cold. Yeah. Yeah, The whole idea is um, the blood vessels are closer to the base of your neck and your... uh, Blood vessels are closer to the base of your neck. So if you can keep your body cooler, your head, neck, and shoulders in alignment, you stay asleep longer, you stay asleep better, and you end up waking up feeling better. So it's really easy for people to forget about it. Like in today's era where we're all going hundred miles an hour and everybody's got screens everywhere. It's like super easy to forget that you need to get a great night's sleep. So, um,
1: I guess we'll wrap it up with this, but I I, want to say thank you for supporting the show. We we appreciate it. And something that, uh, you were telling us, a lot of the guys, the the local athletes have actually come to you to help you on the road, which is something that is, we have a lot of sports fans that are watching this show but those guys have come to you specifically to help them. As you mentioned, they, they train. They do everything right. Yeah. But sleep is something they need help with.
2: Uh, and I won't call anybody out, but a few of the people we've talked to, you guys have talked about on the show already, have been in the mattress, tract and slept in wow. so. Troy Gloss, a customer. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? But, yeah um, – uh, you just think about it. You just, the same way you're just talking about the manager. Uh, if you don't get home till one or two, and then you're getting back to the ballpark at nine or 10 in the morning, you're not getting the full amount of sleep that you need. So it's really important that they get to sleep and they sleep great. And I know a lot of times the managers don't sleep great anyway, but oh, if we can get them into broadcast, I believe <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But uh, getting people to sleep great is our mission. Being local, it's super easy to uh, help people get a better night's sleep. But you can guarantee the lowest price up front. We're focused on what helps people, as opposed to you know the sale of the century, which is not really a sale. Not so. really a sale when it down to it. Anyway, well, Pat, yeah. we are uh, very grateful for you being on board. And as we say, you know, kind of
0: it's a local show. Obviously, support local STL MattressDirect.com. You get you get that kind. You guys are all over the place, aren't are. you?
2: There's uh, 17 showrooms in St. Louis now uh from coast i mean washington to edwardsville anywhere in between mm-hmm. so you can definitely find a mattress direct near you or you can order your mattress online uh we ship across the country so when we get ready to do one in uh, jupiter we'll That's get right. you a bed we'll get you sleeping great down there too but we focus on you know building beds here locally selling the beds here locally they don't have to go across the country there's less transportation built into them and like you can get a mattress just about anywhere but when get, you get one that fits it's just as as good as getting the right pair of shoes for you it's you know? so yeah. important it really is yeah. Yeah. I know A lot of people have sleep
0: problems, and my first step was the mattress direct thing. Hold on, what do we got, Dan?
1: Well, if Harper does. Let's just say, for argument's sake, he yeah. would sign here. Yeah. You would be willing to put in the language of the contract that you would throw in the pillow and the mattress.
2: Oh, Bryce Harper on a relaxopedic designed here in <laughs> St. Louis. Triple it's, crown. It's <laughs> on me. It's on me. Triple crown. For right? sure. Thanks for everything. You Anything got it, Dan. My pleasure. Aware of that. Thank you so you much. got it. Pat. Let we them know, what you're I will. Cool.
0: To the Design Air Heating and Cooling Studios, Pat McCurn making his way here today. Design Air, along oh, with hold on now. Mattress oh, Direct. How, so how are we going to give away uh, the pillows? So I was going to mention in the chat today, we're giving away two pillows. Sure. And uh, the participants will give away one on uh, the Periscope chat on Twitter and one on the uh, Facebook live chat. Let's and I thought we'd pick up that again. So all right. So mattressdirect.com, uh, stlmattressdirect.com is where you can see it. Uh, and that is uh, where you can get your mattresses from Mattress Direct. There it is. It just popped right on up right there. So we will award it to the questions that Dan and I have determined are the best questions. And they're still to be determined. So ask your questions. We're wrapping up the Winter Meetings coverage here. Ask your questions. And uh, courtesy of Pat McKern and The Great Step, uh, stlmattressdirect.com is where you will be able to get them anytime you want. You're going to get one free today by answering a very good question here on the program but man I i'm like telling that you, yeah I, I i really from 2003 three awesome. through 2007 i had a terrible time sleeping and i'm telling you a mattress is a world changer and you don't really think it you know but it really it really can be and then the technology now it, it's actually like you said it is a cool mattress you mattress. know what i love, I love is it. when we
1: met with him he said guys love what you do i'm in he said i i'm in
0: yeah. let's go and that was awesome yeah you know that's what it's all about. Yeah. So thank We're, you. Thank you very much, Pat. And thank it's good you man for coming to the uh, the design <clears cooling throat> studio. So let's take a look here, Dan. And and I don't know. It's not like I track winter meetings, uh, but that I got some thing. things though
1: I want to talk about.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what what you've got today because Dexter Fowler certainly is like still, even though Paul Goldschmidt was signed, Dexter Fowler is one of our topics. I know that. Now what do you got? You're going Wait, to rule you, five. Where do you want to go? I, I'm inverted pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, right, how many right. people when I say inverted pyramid know what I'm talking about? I'm inverted. Pyramid. I'm kind of yeah, I'm there <laughs> all a right. little bit. All uh, right, so I think the most people, it's either Bryce Harper, yeah, and and Dexter Fowler are the names at this point. There's nothing new unless something has changed in the last three minutes on Bryce Harper. No, Dexter Fowler is getting a lot of attention, and not a lot of it is about baseball. He just popped up on the uh, the screen here. Uh, what I know, you have some things in front of you as well. well if, we're, if we let's go, Fowler. Well, no, we can go. We can, it's like pardon the interruption. Up on the side of the. No, uh, no, no. If Fowler is up, we're going Fowler. All right. God bless America. Okay. So I'm on the autograph thing with the winter warm up, and then you're it, fired up. I wouldn't call myself fired yes, up, but you I know are. some. Okay, fine. I'm I'm angry. Just as can say be. it. I'm Shannon it's Sharp. A hot you're take. Skip Bayless, and let's argue. <laughs> let's get it. And this is so really on your this. show this morning. We this talked was, about it. This was talked about. Yes.
1: Explain it to the fans that don't know.
0: So, for those of you taking a look at the graphic over our uh, shoulders here, Dexter Fowler, and I, when we checked on this, now you, you thought he maybe had signed in a winter warm-up. And then I had a guy... I thought he did, but I, I don't I don't know for a fact. I had a guy who, uh, who says he's a big autograph nerd, and he says he has not yet. And so they announced the winter warm-up signing schedule, and Fowler wasn't on it again. This will be the third year. And then the week before... Uh, he will be in uh I was I initially pronounced it as Hoopstown. Do you know this this might be something you might know, Roderick? Ho- Hoopston. It's Hoopston. Uh Illinois, and as you can see on the graphic, most of it is his Cubs attire with a little sliver of Cardinals there. And so what some Cardinal fans who already aren't real high on him anyway are saying is you can't make it to St. Louis for the winter warm-up. You haven't made it to St. Louis for the winter warm-up. You're flying from Las Vegas to the Midwest, and you're going to do it for this one in Hoopston, Illinois, but you're not going to do the winter warm-up. You know there's a little chasm between the fan base. This is rubbing some people the wrong way.
1: Well, I don't know. First of all, what I don't know why he's missing the winter warm-up. I, I mean, so maybe he's got something that is of a personal nature as to why he's I not believe- going to be there. I believe
0: his daughter's <clears throat> birthday is always right around the time of the winter warmup. I believe that, that be is that is part of it.
1: Um, I, I would say this: it's probably not great optics. Um, but again, if there's a personal reason, it's a personal reason, you know. And if he can't be there, he can't be there. Um, you know, I, am I disappointed? I guess. I mean, I, I, to me, it's not that big a deal. But I, I know some people because it's a hot topic, button issue. Uh, it frustrates them, but I, I don't really look that far into it. Um, I'm more concerned whether or not he's going to be healthy on opening day and what kind of numbers he's going to put up as to whether or not he's going to be at the winter warm-up. I do know they've had a number of commitments for guys to be on the Cardinal caravan. I think they've had a hundred percent participation from those that they reached out to. Most of those players are the younger players that are going to be on that, um, But I don't get overly concerned about it, to be honest with you, Tim.
0: Yeah, I mean, to describe myself as overly concerned, it was just a topic (laughs) because I saw that people were really... I was like, why is Dexter Fowler such a topic? And they go, did you see what's going on with the winter warm? I go, no, it's not really something I ever pay very close attention to, candidly. They said, well, he's signing in uh, Hoopston, not Hoopstown, Illinois, but he won't do St. Louis. Well, you
1: know what? I I would imagine... I don't know this for a fact. I bet we can find out. I, I would imagine... And again, I'm not positive on this. He may be signing at home and sending some balls here, and then they'll put that in the auction for those that want his autograph, which is something that does happen um, if a guy has personal reasons. And again, he may have personal reasons. We don't know. So before people, I think, jump on Dexter as to why or why not he is uh, going to not be there. Um, again, I, I,
0: you know, I don't.
1: I just don't look that far into it.
0: Well, what about this one? Um, because now the uh, the epilogue could be written for the 2018 winter meetings, and it certainly would have to rank on the lower end of uh, action goes. Uh, does the Cardinals revealing they didn't meet with Harper change your opinion of the Cardinals still being in on Harper? No. All right, my answer is right there with you.
1: No, not at all. I, I think they know uh, what, at least at this point, they're – asking for his camp they're keeping an eye on it and if it changes they know what that means and they'll get back in the game so as I've said all along if the years change um I think they've made it clear to Scott Boris in his camp if the years change and and to me the years mean four to six years if that happens I think the Cardinals are in if it's a 10-year deal I think the Cardinals are out um but if it's a six-year thing six or below I think the Cardinals say, absolutely. We'll take a hard look at it. And let me ask you this,
0: because this is something that we were kind of discussing. Why would Harper do that? Would there be opt-outs, multiple opt-outs I think you can make sure. Op-
1: yeah, You can get creative. I yeah. think you can make opt-outs. And also, um, even though it's it's, it's, a, it's a really – it was interesting with Scott Bore. There's a lot of things I took from <clears> – <throat> I went back <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I went back and listened to what – Scott Boers had to say yesterday, and I I took a lot of things away from it. But one of the things that he talked about was how Major League Baseball, and number one, he talked about tanking, you know, and teams that are tanking, and and I agree with this part. I don't like tanking in the sport. I do think that there needs to be a floor of what teams need to spend. But also I think the Players Association in the next round of negotiating, there needs to be a situation where teams – Or the player Association has to look at their players need to hit free agency earlier. Now, Mm -hmm. I don't know how you do that because more and more you're seeing teams take a chance on Jordan Hicks and saying at the age of 20 or 21, he's now in the major leagues, and these guys are hitting earlier. How that pertains to Bryce Harper, you know, these guys are hitting earlier, meaning 25, 26, 27, hitting free agency. That's not always the case, you know, with a lot of these players. They're hitting free agency 27, 28, where teams are saying – that's a little bit older than I want to you know. put my five-, six-year contract in that. Well, with a guy like Harper, you say, hey, do you want to do a four-year deal? You hit it back again when you're 30, right. and you're still in the prime of your career. And that's where it could be, I think, I don't know if it's advantageous, but it certainly could be something that you could say to him, hey, you want another bite at the apple when you're 30, right. 31? You, you, you might get a huge
0: deal again. And then the AAV, <laughs> what do you think would be? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Another yeah. Another world. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it just goes way up. Uh, people liked your Manny Machado theory yesterday. It's a crazy one. I'm not For saying this. who didn't, didn't watch yesterday, uh, it's Dan's a total theory was crazy the idea one. of kind of having the uh, the one-year contract, restore the confidence of many in baseball that you're a good citizen, right. get a huge payment in that one year, and then hit the market again. Right. Yeah. Uh, Again, I I think it's
1: totally off the wall. It's totally nuts, but you you said it correctly. I mean, you go to him and his representation and say, hey, would you like to uh, be able to reestablish yourself? And you made the point, and I think correctly, uh, don't go against Bryce Harper. You go back in the free agency pool. You'll be the top dog again next year and, and become the grand citizen that we know you can be and the great player that we know you can be. And we'll pay you an obscene amount of money. You can opt out of the deal, and uh, and reestablish yourself yeah. as the the total package that you want to be right now. And as I stated yesterday, I think the the pool, you know, five months ago was like this for him, and that pool has really shrunk. Yeah. And and you know, when you're hearing different teams come out and unnamed sources and some on the record say, I'm not comfortable giving this guy a long-term deal because of what I've seen. That's a problem, yeah. you know. That's a real problem for him. So I, I think that it's just something I was just thinking off the top of my head. That man, that'd be wild to think you walk into that negotiations and and just throw something crazy off the wall and see if it would stick.
0: You're welcome <clears throat> to uh, post questions. As we said, we're going to give away a mattress, direct pillow, both in. Uh, the if Twitter I pose Periscope, a question, do I get a pillow? I think you should. Okay. Candidly, now it's not for everybody. It's for the best question over right. the course of the uh, of the broadcast, both on right. Facebook Live and also on. uh fair. on Paris. yeah, because we can only have Pat giving away so many pillows. I mean, the man can't. Understood. Give away p- Pillows galore. He's got to stay in business. So you also have a couple things that you wanted to make sure we discuss today, and, uh, and 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 I see it right in front of yeah, you. Yeah, I
1: sort? had just like my takeaways from the winter meetings in no particular order. Well, we talked about Harper, um, we talked about Fowler, but today Max Schrock and uh, Junior Fernandez for the Cardinals, who were left under uh, not protected, they weren't picked up, and um, I was talking with Brian Walton, who appears every week on Wednesdays on. Scoops with Mac.com. Oh, nice. Thank you. A, I just slipped that right yeah. in there. Yeah, he does so, a great job covering the uh, minor okay. league system. Thank you, Pete, for that nod of approval. Um, but I was talking with him about it, and I said, you know, what do you think? Because I, I thought Schrock would be the guy, because we've heard a lot about Schrock, who was in the deal with Biscotti last year. And then it was, you know, um, uh, Jairo Munoz who kind of stepped ahead of him. And he brought up a really good point, and I I thought about this, but I still thought he would be the guy that maybe was the one that would get picked up. But he said um, because the free agency market is full of second basemen, he said Schrock was not the guy that maybe many thought um, would get picked up because second basemen are full on the market. So, he can play third base, and he's not kind of known for his bat. Didn't hit as maybe as high as, as some thought. So, he's still in the Cardinals system. He thought maybe the one that would go would be Junior Fernandez, who's like a hard-throwing kid. Maybe somebody would take a yeah. chance on him. Didn't happen. So, that's good news. Uh, the Cardinals did have a lower-level kid that that was claimed, but a guy that probably a lot of people didn't hear about. But right now, Schrock and Fernandez are still in uh, the Cardinals system. So, that is good news the other thing I took away uh really interesting to me was just more on the Harold Baines thing and the more traction on social media of the Tony La Russa interview with MLB Network I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. and, and more and more people were talking about it and more and more people were talking about I think what we were saying which is you have a player and you have an individual and it's their moment in the sun don't just don't shun it, you know. Like give the guy his moment in the sun, and it's okay to compare players and who should be in and who should be out. But don't—I I just think you don't poo-poo on it. You know what I mean? No. I—I I, don't—I don't like it, and that's just the way I feel. And then who's going to set the lefty market? You know, are the Cardinals going to get Miller, Britain, or make that trade? Could it happen today? Does it happen tomorrow? Does it happen next week? Or is there somebody out there that's going to pay that money or give that extra year? and then set the market, and then the dominoes fall, and we
0: still have not seen that, and we know the Cardinals need a lefty. At least one, and my co-host on the radio and your cohort on the Fox Sports Midwest uh, Cardinal broadcast, Jimmy the Cat Hayes, said uh, as he left Las Vegas last night, his takeaway is that the Cardinals are certainly going to get a left-handed reliever. I think everybody would buy buy that, uh, and that they're either in on uh, well, they're, they're running parallel right now. They're involved in discussions with both one that would be a free agent acquisition and one that would be a trade.
1: I wonder if both are on the um, –
0: And I do – I wondered about that as well.
1: I, I, to me, maybe both are on the table.
0: So I'll handicap Britton and Smith?
1: That's kind of where I'm going yeah. of the two. I, the people I talk to – and, again, this is not associated with the Cardinals organization. This is people that are in the know uh, around baseball – they, they tell me the, that Britton seems to be the leader in the clubhouse among the two of Britton Miller, um, but there's interest in both, and they really like Smith too. I don't understand I, – I, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but you know the Jose Martinez stuff, I, if you're going all in with Fowler, um, which seems to be the case – I think you have to have a fallback plan. Oh, and, God, yeah. And Jose Martinez is my fallback plan, and I'm not willing to put all my eggs in the basket of Tyler O'Neill. I think Tyler O'Neill's is a very good player. I think there's a massive upside with that massive body. I think he's a good defensive player and can play all three outfield positions, and I think he gives you tremendous power that we've seen in limited time. But Jose Martinez has been a hell of a hitter, whether he's a pinch hitter, which the numbers bear out over two years, but he's been a really good hitter in your lineup as an everyday guy. I think what he's shown you is that he could be a liability defensively at first base. He he doesn't scare me in right field. Now, is he going to win a gold glove? No. But you get rid of that guy, there's exposure there in right field. Um, Now, maybe I'm – Do you think that happens? Do I think he gets traded? Yeah. You know, with all the reports of, of, you know – Guys that you're hearing about, that of the people that are reporting it, it makes it, it, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? You know? Um, I I would not like to see it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Jose Martinez guy because uh, the guy can flat-out hit. Now, I can see where a lot of teams be calling on him, especially American League teams because he serves as a DH, and he's then that's not the defensive liability. But, um, man, I, I like him on my team, and I, I talked to Jose um, – Last year, and I said, Are you disappointed that you weren't traded? Because at that point in time, Tim, at the deadline, he wasn't playing every day. And remember, he was at first base for a long time, and then that went away. And then they started playing follow every day. So that time went away. And he said, Man, I'm happy that I'm here. And he said, I am genuinely happy to be here. I don't want to leave, even if that means that I'm a bench guy. And that said something to me. He said, You know, this is the organization that gave me my chance to be a big leaguer. I don't want to leave I know these people they know me I'm comfortable here and uh if I go to another place it's kind of like I got to start over and and prove myself and I'm very comfortable with in the position that I'm in and so that's that struck a chord of me that this guy really wants to stay here and and be a part of the the St. Louis Cardinals so
0: um I, I just I would like to see him stay here because I think he's a very very productive player. I would uh, I would like it as well just because if they truly are in on Dexter Fowler being the starting right fielder, then you have to have a net, and this guy can't right. hit. Um, Mike Schilt talking about Goldschmidt hitting second. How about that? Were you surprised um, to hear that? No. Yeah. Um, because you talked with Mike Schilt, so you already knew. Yes, it I did. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so you couldn't be when he said it when you were on the phone. Were you surprised?
1: No, I, I wasn't. I I think though. My gut tells me that Goldschmidt hits in the first inning, meaning that it could be second or three. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, Mike is going to take a hard look at either two or three, but when he said it, it didn't surprise me. My gut tells me he'll wind up being third, um, but I think what Mike is trying to do is just keep all options open, and that's, I think, what Mike's doing right now. Mm But,
0: you know, kind of play with it and see where it goes. Let's see what we got here in the Periscope question department. Um, I kind of was wondering about this. It's not cardinal specific, but I'm just curious if you have a perspective on it. Dexter Fowler is a switch hitter. To start the season last year from the right side, it was, it was really rough. But the question is, why are there fewer and fewer switch hitters in Major League Baseball? Do you have insight onto this?
1: I don't. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Um, it was such a valuable thing for those teams that we in the 80s grew up cheering. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, I felt like they all were almost Swim McGee, Coleman, the Wizard. Uh, my, well, her was quickly switch off hitter, the top, top of
1: my head, I would say, because it's become such a power game. Pendleton was switch hitter. How many guys are slap hitters anymore? Yeah. And, you know, when guys are speed guys, a lot of times organizations say, learn to hit from the other side and use your speed, put it on the ground and slap it. How many, how many times do you hear that anymore? Right. You, you hear a launch angle and you're heard, put the ball in the air and hit for power, so hit out, for yeah. slugging percentage. And I think that's probably part of it. Um, that would be my guess. And the athlete in the game is, I don't want to say it's out of the game, because I think there's unbelievable athletes in the game. But um, you just don't see, like, there's not a lot of Billy Hamiltons falling off trees. I know. You know, and Dexter Fowler learned to switch hit in – um, in the minor leagues. That's how he learned to hit uh, from the left side. Um, so, by the way, uh, we were told yesterday by uh, by the Cardinals that uh, Dexter Fowler
0: will continue to switch hit. That is not going to yeah. be off the table. He's going to hit from both sides of the plate. Uh, in the Facebook chat live, and this is presented by Triad Bank, online at triadbanking.com, uh, the viewer chat line both in Facebook and uh, in, uh, you're not paid to Periscope. switch it.
1: That's the other thing you're hit you're really hit home runs. Yeah.
0: That, that, boy, that really is, it's exactly where it is. I liked this one here and I'm going to give this one, uh, Oh, don't even include me. Just well, you don't, you, don't, me don't, in ha- you don't have it up, but I think I am going to do it. I think I'm going to take a unilateral move here. I think you're going to enjoy the question. Okay. Um, because I think it's going to speak to a lot of people. If you were a fan that had never been to spring training, but considering making that oh, dream a yeah. reality, how would you go about putting a travel package together? Is there a company sponsoring Cardinals uh, spring training trips that helps with spring training trip planning or booking packages? Or would you do your own research and book everything yourself? I would love to spend spring training with the Cardinals, but Mm. no idea where to start. That comes from David Waters. David, you can start your spring training trip with a new pillow from Pat McCurran and the great people at Mattress Direct because you just want it. You just shipped it. This thing's going to either you, David, or Bryce Harper. It's one of the two, but one of the people's going to get these things. Yes. I really am a huge fan of the trip. Awesome Uh, trip. And you've been going since 98, I imagine, right? Yeah. I mean, you've been probably going before. Do you ever go to St. Petersburg? Uh, Yes. You did? Okay. I never got to St. Petersburg, but I was the first year Jupiter. It's a cool place, too. Was it really? Yeah. But Jupiter, and Jupiter's just like blown up. It's ridiculous. Oh, you know, what it was the, yeah. 20 years ago.
1: And it just keeps going north. Yeah. And it just keeps going up the state. Yeah.
0: It's so good. And I really, really advocate it. I really do. Yeah, I if you love if, it.
1: If you have the means to do it, the it ability, it's worth yeah. Yeah, it. Yeah. It's worth taking the trip.
0: Uh, and the family would appreciate I was so happy when my parents were able to get down there because I know that was something my mom had always wanted to do uh, to take our son to a game last year. But there are great restaurants there. There's so much to do. Yes. It doesn't matter the age, the gender. It's just, and then of course you have the Cardinals at the centerpiece, and I think it's even better now, Dan, because you have the Astros and the Nationals. For sure. Uh, you know, right just there. what in the Palm Beach Gardens? Minutes. Yeah, yeah. if That yeah. So I mean, it's it's whereas before you guys were on the road a lot, a lot. Yeah, uh, became. Uh, i I would say it was a a real issue yeah
1: um because then you had to go across the state yeah fort myers playing the
0: twins and the red sox yeah guys didn't like that dude guys don't like to travel yeah you know um so to answer that question i mean how how would you i mean you could first off i'll start to start with how do you get there southwest does fly into uh palm beach international which is west palm beach uh and i think there are non-stop flights now uh, not now, but you can book them that go in during the spring training months. Right. right now, you have to have a stop. You can fly nonstop into Fort Lauderdale. That's about an hour drive either up the Turnpike or 95. It's not terrible. It just depends on what you prefer. Do you prefer on having a nonstop, or do you prefer yep. on being closer? There are a lot of uh, go good to Miami ho- too. You can go to fly yeah, to Miami. Absolutely, that's another option, uh, and that's about two hours.
1: So you go. You can either go West Palm, which is then a 15, and usually got to connect through Atlanta. Or you yep. can go uh, direct to Fort Lauderdale or direct to Miami. So those will then, you, you take a car, rent a car. takes you about an hour, uh, like you said, from Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Miami takes you probably hour and a half. Yeah, 45 minutes, it depends. That traffic yeah. down there can be... West Palm is 15, 20 minutes. Yep. So that's what I would do there. Yeah. It could continue. So
0: then but there's a, there are a number of great hotels uh, yep. down there. So you have a lot of options on that. The thing I will say about staying down there i mean it's it's economics it's it's there's a lot of demand right and while there is supply for as many people that want to be down there at that time of year uh the cost even for a hotel that you know to, i don't even know what, i would what say get on it now yes i mean for <clears> real <throat> and when you're looking at staying at a place uh they start filling up a year in advance oh yeah so 2020 people are already starting to book those yep. here at the end of 2018 but it's uh, not impossible. Oh, no. And, 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 Get creative and, with it. Uh, and, then, and then from a restaurant standpoint, I mean, it's – I your love choice. It. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. And, and you've seen – I don't know how closely you follow, like uh, – I know your son's an incredible golfer. These young golfers, like the guys in their 20s, you know, Fowler today, Ricky Fowler's 30th birthday, but Justin Thomas, right. uh, Fowler, Dustin Johnson, Kepka, they all live – Tiger started it because yeah. he moved down there, but they all live there because there's great golf courses down there for people who like to play, uh, and it doesn't have to be at you know Seminole because I don't know how many people are going to be able to go on Seminole anyway. But I played it. but whatever. Have you really?
1: Oh yeah, one of the worst rounds I ever played. Awful. It was so D- hard. Did the
0: course get in your head, or was it? Did, yes, you, did everything. It, did. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen
1: to the point that you you have to walk it. And we got on. A guy got us on. We had, you got to walk it, and uh, you got to have a caddy. And I said to the caddy afterwards, I said, be honest with me. And the guy was brutally honest. I said, how many times was I in the sand trap? I said, I'm going to give you an over-under of 30 or 35. And he said, oh, taking the over. (laughs) I said, you really really hurt my day it it was unbelievable Hesitate. I played with Brady Quinn uh the, the oh that's right the, the, the Notre Dame
0: uh and he was with the Rams for a yeah for a moment interesting conversation about the Rams. I bet he was really high on it I bet he was really yeah, he impressed enjoyed his experience in St.
1: <laughs> he actually did like St. Louis and a couple other guys but it was uh yeah it was interesting but yes the golf courses are there I, I would say to follow up on what you're saying if you if it depends on what you want to do with your experience. Like if you're a golfer and you just want to do some golf and some baseball, you can do that. If you're totally into baseball, um, go to the Cardinals website. There is Cardinal vacations and I, I, you have to dig on the website, but it might be cardinalvacation.com and there's things to where you can line up game tickets and they have, like, barbecues where you can hear John Mosaloc speak. Yeah. Or a player will come and speak and get autograph sessions afterwards. And um, so if you're just all about the Cardinals and that's what you want to do, you can do that. The, the best thing I always tell fans, too, if, if truly is it, you know, baseball is your deal, um, when you go to a game, go early. Because you can go on the backfields and you yeah. will see guys taking batting practice from me to those cameras. Right and you're up close and getting autographs and watching BP and your ticket at the game at Roger Dean stadium, it's a minor league ballpark. So you are up front right, right there in your game ticket. You know, there's not a bad seat in the house. You're really close to the game action. Um, so as you walk around the complex, you're going to see the hall of famers and you're going to see the broadcasters and the players up close. And that's what makes it really cool. It's an intimate sitting yeah. setting. And so that part of it too, if you just are there for the baseball, it's, uh, it's really, really neat and something that is different than being at a major league game in Bush Stadium. Yeah. So if you have the chance to do it, it's kind of a bucket list thing to do. It
0: really is. It's the best. It's, and the weather is like it's oh. 80 degrees. There's no humidity. It's yeah, just perfect. Yeah, you've had enough of the weather here. It's uh, oh, it's a nice break. I, I, can't, I really, truly can't recommend enough. And David Waters says, thank you, guys. Uh, and uh, for, for not only the pillow, of course, from mattress Direct, but also for addressing a question I was really hoping to hear information on, uh, you are very, very welcome, sir. Hey, let me tell our, our audience about Triad Bank. That's where our, the viewer chat line is. They are online at triadbanking.com. And you were Dan, telling me that Jim Regna watches all the time. He does. I, do, I, I I've seen him pop up in the chat. I've seen Hello, him pop Jim. up in the chat. Hello, Jim, if you're watching, welcome aboard. Uh, Triad Bank is uh the company that dan and i bank through but also uh the sponsor of the viewer chat line which is one of the things that makes this whole thing unique is that we see your questions pop up and people are having conversations in there and we like to answer them instantaneously but we recommend them as well because that's who we are doing business with at triadbanking.com triadbank is the uh, commercial banking sponsor here of our viewer chat line. So if you were looking for a bank, they are located just a little northwest of Clayton and Lindbergh. It's Triad Bank Online at triadbanking.com. know a lot of people who work there, and they're just really sharp, quality people. Uh, And that's why, Dan, when we started everything up, we said, yep, let's go to Triad Bank. So that's where we are, and we recommend you go there as well. Here's another question in the Triad Bank uh, viewer chat line. If this team is going to have a strong 2018, I'm assuming it meant 2019, They need some of their position players who have hit anywhere from 230 to 280 to hit closer to the higher end of that spectrum, guys like Wong, DeYoung, Fowler, or replace some of them with a more certain bat. Do you see any of these types of position players replaced with a more certain bat if Fowler is not replaced with Bryce Harper? Mm. I like this question as well, I have to say. Yeah. That's kind of the weird spot that Mazalak said they were in when he addressed the media a couple weeks after the conclusion of the season, that when you look at what they have, there aren't a lot of spaces for improvement because a lot of guys are pretty much penciled in, or in some cases with, like, Amelina in ink, Ozuna, ink, now Goldschmidt,
1: ink. Right. Um, I agree with the Wong thing. I think Wong can have a huge year. I said that last year, and then he got off to the slow start, and then under Mike Schilt I thought – this would be the perfect fit for Wong. Guy that knows him, play every day, play comfortable, um, and just go play. Just don't worry about righty lefty, just go play. Uh, and I agree with DeYoung, too. You know, y- y- you get a guy that, you know, you don't want to see him hit 210 and hit 20 home runs. He's got to hit the 260 to 270. That would be advantageous, obviously. Um, I-, I think it's a legitimate point. You know, we, we focus so much on the big names. That those guys, yeah, I, I think that's legitimate. You know, you, you need to see them trend in a better direction. But I also think it comes to, Tim, playing every day and having a comfort level yeah. and knowing that your manager is going to put you in the lineup every day. I think the shuffling of the lineup sometimes. Got
0: Gets to other guys. I, I Randall Grichik made reference to that on his way out of town or once he got to Toronto. Yes. Uh, this, one, this one, I like this one here, and this is in the Twitter periscope. I'll make a suggestion that okay. this is our – question on periscope that gets the pillow okay but i didn't want to act unilaterally like i did on the facebook That's one but fine. i know you don't have it's it like, up at least i don't think you have it up you have something up over there I but you have, don't have I'm, the chat up i don't you have the video up i need to learn how to do the chat <laughs> you think you just hit it and then it opens up and it's a whole thing well, yeah then oh yeah look at this the, there it oh, is well, and I, then you're gonna you hear me what a it's like uh it's it's like Inception. But uh, here's is is the question. How oh, and that then works. it just said, at Danny Mac TV join. <laughs> Look at that. Welcome aboard. Hello, friends. Is Ozuna part of the Cardinals' long-term plan, like many consider Goldschmidt is, or will the team move on after next year? Well, what do you I, think
1: on that? I, I do. I, I think um,
0: Nick Waddle on the question.
1: It's a great question, Nick, and I see you pop up there. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how that worked. It is. Um, was a tough, I, tough I was term. trying to figure out how to
0: do that before.
1: Uh amazing (laughs) um so I said this yesterday and I I wonder if this is part of the plans clearly the Cardinals make that deal with Goldschmidt and the idea is you you make the deal thinking with a framework in mind of trying to extend him I think last year you make the deal with Ozuna with the idea of long-term investment um if you invest in Harper and it's going to cost you X amount of dollars and you know some of the people are saying it's going to cost you $3, 350 400 whatever that would be, where, and I said this yesterday to you, what if they're thinking that money um, is dedicated to extending both? And I think Ozuna, if healthy, is going to have a monster year. I, I look at last year and I look at the numbers he put up and I'm thinking he basically did that with one arm. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at some of the swings he oh, had. Yeah. I mean, even Jimmy on the broadcast would talk about He's like – He's doing that with one arm. We talk about it off the air. He's like, he's swinging one-handed, you know, and you could see it. I mean, a casual fan could watch, and we'd have it in super slow-mo, and his his hand was off the bat, and he's just still finishing
0: one-handed. I think people are more going, what in the world? They got a guy who can't throw in from left field. So how much of that is going to be improved based on what he's done this offseason?
1: Right, and it was also interesting to hear that the Cardinals, and they said this, in the winter meetings. Hey, we've sent Adam Olson, who's one of the top trainers on the team to Dexter Fowler and we're checking on him. Don't think for a second, they're not checking on Marcelo Zuna. They've got a lot invested in that, in that body and that shoulder and that arm to make sure he's healthy. So I think it's a logical question that, uh, that if he has a big year, I think that they want to try to get him locked up and say, Hey, he's a young guy and we want him back. I, I, I think that's, in the plans, yeah, I really do.
0: I, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what he does this year, especially being oh, his free agent year. And if you have he a monster season in healthy, highly uh, motivated, Michael Bibbs in the Facebook chat saying, "I would love to see Ozuna have a great year and have him stay. He is a game changer when healthy." Would you say Ozuna and Goldschmidt is better than having Harper by himself?
1: Hold on, I wasn't paying attention because now I can see the stuff. Now, out. yeah, and it's a distraction
0: Sorry. festival. Would you say having Ozuna and Goldschmidt is better than having Harper? Mm. The, mm. 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 That's a tough one. See, on Goldschmidt, I think I feel like I'm—it's I'm, not that I—I I, I, have enthusiasm for this year. I just don't have the enthusiasm about—what do you think he's going to wind up getting? And I'm not talking about dollars. I'm talking Harper? about years. No, no, no. Uh, Goldschmidt. If he does indeed hit the market, which I wouldn't say is a lock will happen— In other words, I think the Cardinals. If he hit the open market, or if he with the Cardinals. If he hit the open market as a free agent, okay, that would be my guess. Five years. Takes him through thirty-seven. Right, maybe four, but I would I would say five Five. as well. I mean, somebody would. If
1: he hit the open market, somebody would want him badly, and they'd say, "Well, we'd have to overpay to get him." I guess. And so in overpaying, then, you know, people will probably be comfortable with four. Then you overpay for the you fifth. The fifth, right? right. And I just
0: don't Maybe see even a six. in 2018 and even in the last couple of years, guys in their in those years, you, the, the team getting great ROI, you know. And so that's why I pumped the brakes on it. Now, I realize but, his career has not been injury prone. He's had a very good health track record from his time and not league. a demanding position defensively so i just it's and it's not to say that i don't want them to do it it's just to say i don't feel like the success of this deal is determined by whether or not he signs a long-term extension with the cardinals he might want to play in his hometown of houston i have no idea you know right i don't know but i that that you look at this, is it
1: very similar to holiday it's got the feel of a mad holiday kind of deal to me
0: as in the Cardinals acquiring him in July of 2009 Mm -hmm. and then the extension, I always thought he was going to sign here. I always thought. I did too. You know, and I, I, with the benefit of hindsight, the Cardinals didn't give up, you know, you know, those guys just didn't have good careers. Brett Wallace
1: and a couple other guys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They just didn't wind up having great careers. Uh, in this one, I don't feel like the Cardinals gave up too much. Now, who knows? Maybe you're looking at Luke Weaver in a few years going, oh, my God, or you know right. Carson Kelly and a few years going, oh, my God, and the Cardinals only had one year Goldschmidt. But in the moment, I don't think they gave up that much. So I don't feel like there's – I felt like maybe they wanted to lock Hayward in because they felt like, God, we gave up Shelby Miller, who was one of the prize prospects yes. at the time. But, I mean, I realize the defensive metrics in Hayward's age – were, were part of the factor at the time. I never wanted to see that deal happen. Oh, my God. I'm right there with you. I, I couldn't believe it. I, just, I was there on the pools thing, too. I didn't want to see that happen just because of what I thought it was going to cost. I did want to see that happen. Did you really? I oh, did. I was so against that. I was I, so against I, that. I,
1: I wanted to see it for legacy. Um, you know, maybe I'm selfish, but I wanted to see $3,500, yeah. 600 um, We were watching what would be the modern-day Stan Musial in this town. Um and, I, and obviously it, it turned out to be you know I read a thing today where uh, they, the angels were saying that Albert's going to have to earn his yeah advance. I saw that I knew that you know I mean I, I knew that there was going to be some it was going to be tough to see the 10 years and how it was going to play out I mean I, I think anybody I'm sure the angels even knew that uh, the back end of this could be rough but you knew the history too and what he meant to the organization so it was a different feel to me than a guy that was with a different team and bringing him in um, but this one um, as it pertains to the guys that we're talking about and again with, by the way with Albert it turned out to be I mean who knows if he signed Wainwright, Molina, you got Piscotti as a compensatory pick you got Waka's compensatory pick he's the NLCS MVP I mean right. a lot of things right, 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 fell right. into place um, but it's still it, it was for me it was tough to watch it I you know uh, being around him and just seeing the magical things that he did, yeah. you know, calling most of his at bats, I was like, "This guy is was unbelievable." And
0: in another stratosphere, it uh, really was. This uh, question coming in from John Austin: uh, What teams may be looking for first baseman after next year? My only concern regarding Goldschmidt hitting the open market is it could actually get into the six-year, thirty million dollar range. Uh, AV. If the Yankees, Red Sox, or Astros look to go after him, which is why I hope the Cardinals go after Harper, because I feel re-signing Goldie might be tougher than what is being put out there.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, but I I think what the Cardinals do is try to get aggressive early with him now and say, you know, spring training, get comfortable, first month, see what it's all about, make sure he's comfortable, they're comfortable with him, and then start negotiations, and don't let him hit the open market. I really do. Yeah, I, I think, and... That'll be the same case with Ozuna to see if he wants to start now, and if not, if he hits the open market, it might be tough. But um, that's how you approach those kind of guys.
0: Uh, this, the couple of these have come in. I guess people are seeing people chatting about it. Uh, are the Cardinals saving up for a run at Nolan Arenado? And then the follow-up is Arenado replacing Carpenter at third after 2020 with Ozuna and Goldschmidt sounds just fine to me. Uh, Nolan Arenado. Now that one. Now we're talking. Wow, wow. we got we hey. got you going. Well, we this got you one,
1: going. I, Outside of Scott Rowland, he's the best third baseman I've ever seen in person, ever. I mean, I saw Mike Schmidt. You know, I I saw Brooks Robinson. I met him in person. I oh, never yeah? saw him play in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a nice man, too, by the way. That's neither here nor there. That's yeah, uh, nice to hear, though. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the people I've talked to um, that saw Brooks Robinson, and there's some that saw both uh, Rowland and, and Brooks Robinson, and there's those that say he's – that Roland's the best they've ever seen, and I've had those that have seen all three and say, Arenado's the best they've ever seen. Arenado, to me, is um, an unbelievable player. Um, this is how it could play out. I don't know. I mean, this is, he's entering the final year of his deal. I would think the Rockies have to save face and offer him a monster contract, and whether or not he signs it, um, that'll be late. I would think because they got to save face and say, well, he didn't want it. And then they got to see where they're at in the standings. And then if they're in contention, you know, they keep him, And if not, he he walks L.A. native. Then the Dodgers come and play. Does he want to go back home and play for L.A.? And if not, then what do the Cardinals do? And boy, does he seem like the Cardinal type of player? And does he seem like this fan base would love him? I would think, and then you call Matt Holiday and you say, Hey, Matt, uh, will you become the greatest salesman ever and tell him how great it is to play here? I, I mean, <laughs> if you could get that guy, yes, that's the guy you go get. I would love to see that you guy. You'd love to see
0: it. Somebody immediately says, Why would the Cardinals go after him when they have Gorman uh, on the way? Uh, I mean, yeah, I my care. answer to that is I mean, listen, that's great and that's a wonderful position to be in, but he hasn't done it here. Yet or Arenado, and by yeah. here I mean the big leagues. Yeah, I don't Arana. care what
1: Nolan Gorman does; I'll figure out another position. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we got here. Let me and go that's no Water disrespect to, to the, the other th- guy, th-
0: but th- that's just that it's Nolan kind of Arenado. Let's see. Now
1: we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but right? But people, that's what people this people show does. It's is, is hot fun. stove, baby. It's hot yeah. stove.
0: Uh, Dan, the 2019 season ends with seven of the last ten games against the Cubs. Could this be one of the most exciting ends of the season since you've been broadcasting?
1: Ooh, that's a good question.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Seven to ten against the Cubs to finish off—that'd be pretty yeah. cool if it's Major a, League it's a Baseball Hover did that, was, right? Didn't they? Yes, they
1: did. Um, yeah, because I—I I think with the addition of Goldschmidt um, and the maturity of another year of Flaherty with Major League experience under his belt, and Dakota Hudson, you know that window—or not the window—but you know the Cubs being here, the Cardinals were here. I think it's gone like this, yeah. and the Cubs, you know, haven't done anything yet. Um, now if Hugh Darvish comes back and is healthy, certainly they're a better team, but, uh, you'd have to say with Goldschmidt in the middle of the Cardinal lineup, they're improved a lot. Uh, and if the Cardinals get in a, and they will do something with the left side of their bullpen, they're improved. Um, so yeah, I, I think that makes it. A lot of fun. Yeah,
0: wouldn't that be something else? That'd be awesome. Have a little pennant race down the stretch with those two teams heads up. And the Cardinals have been there in the last three years. They've been mathematically alive in the final weeks of the season and just have not been able to get get over the hump. Design Air Heating and Cooling, the sponsor of our studios here on the Hot Stove Show. They are online at designairservice.com. Make sure your furnace is inspected for this winter. It is designairservice.com, the number one train dealer in the Midwest, Seth Goldcamp was out at Dan's house recently making sure that everything is right there. He did that for uh, my home as well, and that's why it's easy for Dan and I to recommend Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. They are the number one train dealer in the Midwest. Check them out at designairservice.com. Our sponsors make the program possible. Anything else that you wanted to make sure we get to here uh, before we say farewell for our Budweiser presentation of the Winter Meetings week uh thanks to all our sponsors Absolutely. first of all um let's see oh i did have something i, what
1: want. Do you got? I, I wrote it down uh, in the middle of the show jim Bowden had a great
0: idea oh no i'm not familiar with this i'll i'll be i, I kind of i
1: think it was jim Bowden. he said maybe we should put a uh, deadline kind of like a trade deadline at like uh three o'clock today arbitrary number um, for signing free agents, and then like a dead period for a couple of weeks or something like that, to where you make the uh, the winter meetings more aggressive to incentivize teams. Oh, yeah, I, I like thought. That.
0: Well, it's probably going to be dead anyway. You know, after next Friday, as it is. I mean, that, there's not Christmas, lot holiday, down that Christmas guy, holiday. Yeah, yeah
1: guys, kind of shut it down. It's been the last two years. It's been quiet, you know. And and like we were saying, you you're waiting to see who will set the bar. Or set the the market for a lefty, um, you know. I'm sure the Cardinals have exactly in place what they want to do and what they, you know, they're willing to spend. Um, but are they waiting? Do they want to set the market? Who do they want for sure? Who are they willing to give up? And like we've we've talked about ad nauseum, if Plan A doesn't work, they've got B, C, D, and E all lined up, mm-hmm. and it's all there.
0: But like who pulls the trigger first, you know, yeah. and that's that to me is really interesting. Yeah, that's one of the funnest parts about it. What do you think about speaking of deadlines, moving the trade deadline back from July 31st? Because now with the advent of the yes. additional wild card, so many teams are in it, yeah, that it's a weird spot. Oh, I, so I, few teams are left.
1: I, I think that's something Major League Baseball needs to do. I also think the uh, expansion of rosters in September that's antiquated now. In terms of, like, you know, if you wanted to have 35 guys available for a game, you could do it. It's stupid. You know, You for five months you play the game one way, and then all of a sudden on September 1st you're playing with the addition of 35 guys. If I was a team, I swear to – I would add – I would draft the fastest base runner I could find yeah. and add them on September 1st. Yeah. You know, yeah. and to say, go steal me bases when the game's on the line yeah. and your season's on the line. Why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why? But you're, you haven't played that way for five months, and now you're going to do a different way to play the game when the games mean the most. And, and so I understand what some teams are doing because they use that time to get experience for young players, but I, I don't understand that. I think there needs to be – A look at that. I think there needs to be a look at what you're talking about, the trade deadline. There's a lot of things I would do differently.
0: Designated hitter-wise, I would imagine the vast majority of people watching this, because they're Cardinal fans, prefer the National League style. But when it comes to free agency, are National League teams at a disadvantage? Yes. Because these guys who might be getting the long-term deals are going to be able to go okay maybe in year 4 or 5 I know that I can go play as yes. a designated hitter and still get playing time.
1: And, and American League teams invest in that position. So you go to American League park you've got David Ortiz ready to to rope yeah. and hit and rake, you know, so that's a disadvantage and for you you're talking about one of your bench players and it's no disrespect to you know Daniel Descalso but he's not David Ortiz, who mm. or you're paying $15 million to hit it out of the ballpark. So, to me, that's an ex- uh, and a, 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 a a big disadvantage for National League teams. What I don't do think, think it's it, right.
0: So do you, I mean, But I feel like inevitably the DH is going to be in the National League. I you do know? too. Yeah.
1: Because I think it be, in the next, well, unfortunately, in my opinion, and maybe I'm wrong, but in the next go-around, when you have – With the nice um,
0: collective bargaining agreement,
1: Yes, it'll become a chip for the Players Association. And they say, well – you know, how do we add more jobs? Or, you know, maybe it becomes we add another catcher. So we cat, we, we add an, another roster position, carry a third catcher. So now you got 26 more, uh, 26 guys on a roster on X amount of teams. So that's a lot of money. But also we can maybe add a DH in the National League. And you think about guys that are primo hitters in the league making, like I said, 12, 15. $20 million at that position because they're top hitters, that's a lot of money. You know, it's something to think about, and I, I do think it eventually does become a part of the game. I don't
0: like it because I, I love the strategy of the National yeah, League. Yeah, so do I. But, I mean, I understand it because you do feel like when the, the National League team gets to the uh, the World Series, you go, well, the lineup is much <laughs> right. better over there in Boston or in Houston. New, New York. Or Take your pick. Yeah, it's, right. just, it's just it's loaded because of that DH. All right, that is going to wrap it up. Four straight days of winter meetings coverage. The winter meetings coverage presented by Budweiser. Our entire presentation is sponsored by Mattress Direct. Pat McCurran here today, uh, bringing by in the pillow. By the
1: way, Pat tweeted out at Bryce Harper. Yeah, he you, tweeted. You are
0: recruiting Bryce Harper. Good for you. Why not?
1: Offered him a pillow. Offered him a the pillow. pillow. Yeah.
0: I wonder if that gets it done. Now that's something that we might have to have another. Top. Now we might have to get back together again here. <laughs> <laughs> and say, well, this is what we did. Show's Price a month and a half old. He's going to sit right here yeah, and he's talk about sit it. down here. Uh, but we are very grateful to not only Pat uh, and Mattress Direct online at stlmattressdirect.com, but to Budweiser for sponsoring our winter meetings coverage this week. Uh, of course, Design Air, Heating and Cooling, and Triad Bank, everybody making this show possible. It's cool to see the numbers increasing. More and more people are podcasting it. If you don't, watch it live. And then you can go back and watch it live. Uh, on Facebook Live or on Twitter, and you can podcast it on the Danny Mac Scoops with Danny Mac podcast and then the Tim McKernan show whenever you want to listen here on the Hot Stove Show. We will be back for our once-a-week broadcast, and when spring training rolls around, we'll be going twice a week as what at the very least is going to be an improved lineup. Who knows what it's going to look like bullpen-wise. I would imagine there will be some new faces in that bullpen by the time time. everybody is in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, To all the boys here on the production team, Joe Roderick, Gangster Pete, Eichels and uh, Nick Yale uh, for Pat McCurran coming on by here, the designer heating and cooling studios. And of course, Dan McLaughlin. Always good fun. Enjoyed it. This has been another edition of the hot stove show presented by Mattress Direct.